0: This is your wake-up call. Play the fuck up. The Breakfast Club. The show you love to hate. From the East to the West Coast. DJ Envy. Angela Yee.
1: Charlamagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show, because this is a voice
0: to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the, the coveted morning show, which I earned. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning, and they, they want to hear that Breakfast Club. The world's most dangerous morning show.
2: Being in the, the-
1: Fam, happy Friday! Hey, it's Friday! Good morning, Toronto! Good morning, everybody! It is Friday. Hopefully, you having a, a wonderful morning already. If you're up and out, uh, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm happy. It's Friday. I need it this weekend. I need it this weekend. I can't wait. I'm excited just to relax, just to sit back, just to do absolutely positively nothing. I'm not taking no Zoom meetings. I'm not taking no Zoom calls, no breakfast clubs. Sometimes you just need it. You need a little break. And the fact that they're opening up the world now, I can actually, I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm still not allowed to leave the house. The boss of the house says I still can't leave, but I can drive my car and, and, and pass a couple of places. So seems like restaurants are open this weekend, only outdoor eating. The beach is open where I'm, where I'm at over here. Still a little nervous to go out. Still a little scary, but... What about you, ye?
3: Oh, nothing's open over here still, you know. So we're still in phase one in New York, and phase one just started this week on Monday. And they said phase two maybe might start at the end of June. And originally, it was the beginning of July. They're saying maybe mm-hmm. at the end of June. So no, we still don't have any restaurants, nothing like that that we can go to.
1: Okay. So what do you do during the weekend? I- just—is it still just TV and read, or, or do you go out, or do you just go to the park, or what? What do you do during the weekend?
3: You know what? This weekend is the first weekend that I am not uh, packed on my schedule. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I do things like I'll go for a walk around the neighborhood. What I really like to do, I know, I mean, it's weird, but I like to look at, in my neighborhood, I live in Brooklyn in Bed-Stuy. I like to look at what houses are for sale and then I walk around and I just look and just see what everything looks like. And it's beautiful architecture here. So I feel like I've seen like every single house on every block within a one mile radius of me, Mm -hmm. but I just go for walks around the neighborhood.
1: Yeah, I do the same thing. I um, I do it more for um, for energy. Get myself just a, sometimes I get a little lazy sometimes, and I just like to go through, you know, go to the really, really, really rich neighborhoods and just drive by, look at some of the houses. I go online and I do the same thing. It's just things that I like to do that gives me some inspiration sometimes.
3: Yeah, today there's a rally, and it's only a couple blocks from my house, so I might go over there.
1: Okay. All right. Well, this morning, Lisa Ray will be joining us. Lisa Ray. Everybody still calls her Diamond from uh, Players Club. I don't know why, because she's done a whole other thing since then, huh?
3: They still call her that?
1: Yeah, hell yeah, she yeah she yeah they still call her Diamond. Absolutely.
3: Well, she's on that. She's on season two of A House Divided, so I know she'll be talking about that. That's on UMC.
1: Yeah, I tried to watch it. 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 Everything wasn't connected with me. I, I, after about eight minutes, I was like, you know what? I, I just, maybe I got to watch didn't season watch one. you watch season one. Yeah, maybe I got to yeah, watch season Yeah, it's a soap one. opera. Yeah. I, it, it's taped like a soap opera. It reminds me of a soap opera. And it looks like a soap opera. All the way through. Right. But we'll talk to her about that. And then we got front and page then news. And this morning.
3: Hmm? Yeah, and I was going to say also this morning, we got to talk about Dave Chappelle and Friends, a talk with Punchlines, and something that he just released. So we'll be discussing that this morning at okay. some point also.
1: All right, mm-hmm. well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
3: Well, the Trump administration will not disclose what businesses received billions, well, $500 billion in government bailouts. So we don't know what companies, there were 4.5 million businesses that got that check, and we don't know
1: who got it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, ye?
3: Well, the Trump administra- administration is not going to disclose what businesses got $500 billion in government bailout. There were really? 4.5 million businesses that took that government paycheck protection program loan, and they want to keep that a secret. So the government will not reveal that, and that feels like, it's some type of cover-up, abs- um, absolutely, because as we can see, a lot of companies that didn't need that money got it. Like Shake Shack mm-hmm. had gotten $10 million and then they did end up returning that money once that was revealed. So we kind of need to know what businesses got this. And then what they did was they left it up to the banks to determine who would get these loans. So what do you think banks did? They gave money to some of their best and wealthiest clients and a lot of the people who have mom and pop stores that really needed that money, didn't get uh, it. weren't able to get it.
2: Yeah,
1: that sucks. That's horrible. I mean, it gets to the point where, you know, a lot of these big corporations are bailed out. And these small mom and pops, like you said, will never open back up because they can't afford it. They put their life savings into a restaurant or, or a store or whatever they have. And and because of what's going on, they can't be saved. It's like, who cares about the little guy? We care more about the big guy, which is effed up.
3: Donald Trump was in Dallas yesterday and he had an event that was promoted as discussing justice disparities. It was a roundtable event with faith leaders, law enforcement representatives, small business owners, and senior members of the Trump administration. And one thing that he was doing there was saying not to falsely accuse people of being racist.
2: Americans are good and virtuous people. We have to work together to confront bigotry and prejudice wherever they appear. But we'll make no progress and heal no wounds by falsely labeling tens of millions of decent americans as racist or bigots we have to get everybody together we have to be in the same same path
1: oh, all right so he, now as see that huh he doesn't see racists out there <laughs> everybody's good people go ahead yeah
3: Now, another thing that Donald Trump had previously announced was he's going to be doing his first campaign rally since everything shut down because of coronavirus. uh, And that is going to be on Juneteenth. And here's what uh, he had to say, his, his press secretary had to say about that appearance
4: the African American community is very near and dear to his heart. At these rallies, he often shares the great work he has done for minority communities. Um, When you look at the fact that this president got criminal justice reform done, that this president brought us the lowest African American unemployment numbers in the history of our country, that this president made HBCU funding permanent. Um, So it's a meaningful day to him. um, And it's a day where he wants to share some of the progress that's been made as we look forward and more that needs to be done, Especially
1: as we're looking at this police reform. Yeah, that's that's bullcrap. A lot of that started with Barack Obama. Not only that, I, I'll be honest with you, Donald Trump is is damn near the face of of racism of of white supremacy. <laughs> you know, you right. talk, you you look at all these rallies and, and everything that's going on and all these anti protesters. What are they doing? They're yelling Donald Trump. They have Donald Trump flags and banners. None, none People of, none have of you... never
3: racists have never felt so empowered. Absolutely before absolutely and felt like they were they had a safe space to really exhibit who they are mm-hmm. thanks to Donald Trump all right well later on uh in the next in the next front page news we'll be talking about Joe Biden and the appearances that he made yesterday
1: you know i've been thinking about this and i've been talking to a lot of my friends right mm-hmm. and i was saying maybe joe biden shouldn't say anything at all you know just not say anything at all just just not say anything at all just just chill just just chill because every time he says something you just want to slap yourself in the forehead, and be like, "No, Joe, no, please, please, no, Joe."
3: Well, Donald Trump talks all the time, and
5: yeah, but well, the problem is the people, a lot that Donald, well.
1: the people that Donald Trump talk to are kind of like Donald Trump, they so you understand. Mm-hmm. With, with Joe Biden, he says like off the wall ish. Uh, so does right. is Donald anyway. Trump,
3: and I feel like we're just numb to it, like we expect it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I also think Donald Trump's followers like it and 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 really really don't care about it. But for Joe Biden, he says that well, anyway get it off your chest 800-585-1051 if you need to vent hit us up right now maybe you had a bad night bad morning or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity 800-585-1051 get it off your chest it's the breakfast club good morning
6: the breakfast club i'm
7: telling
5: i'm telling hey what you doing man i'm, I'm calling, calling yo
7: this is your time to get it off your chest whether you're mad or we're blessed. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
5: Hello, who's this? Hey, my name is Ty.
1: Hey, Ty. Good morning.
5: Um, I just want to get off my chest about my job and how they really been irritating me since okay. this whole like George Floyd thing has happened. Um, like rest in peace to him, because I re- I feel real bad about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I work at a gas station, and uh, the first day everything happened with the, like the whole protest and everything. I live in Orlando, Florida, so. And the very first day happened, I got a text message, and it was like, um, if you don't want to come in, it's okay. Like, if you need the day off, like, no, like, first of all, I need to make my money. Like, don't put me, don't put one thing with the other. Like, um, unless you're going to pay me, don't tell me I, I don't need to come in because my people are protesting for something that we believe in. Um, and then, like, last night I was having a conversation with another girl, a customer, about, like, Black Lives Matter, and we were talking about having that whole conversation because I always listen to the breakfast club at night because I work overnight. So I don't mm-hmm. get to listen to you guys like usually in the morning. So I like catch mm-hmm. up on it, like, you know, whatever I miss. And so I'm listening to her, he's like, Yeah, the girl was telling me like, Yeah, I like Charlemagne and you know, we was like kinda like comparing on certain stuff and my manager, he was hearing our conversation and he walked past me and was like, Well, I think all lives matter. I'm like, I don't care what oh, you God. think. Like I didn't ask you anything. Like, mind your business. Exactly.
1: Well, thank you for calling mommy. You <laughs> I be, I be really safe out there. Don't knock nobody <laughs> out, Mama. <laughs> Anybody who talks about not, Black Lives not, Matter not, and then the person not, rebuts oh, with so All much. Lives
3: Matter is not paying attention to the conversation at all. For most willfully being ignorant.
1: A lot of people aren't paying to the conversation. And no matter how many times you explain it, they're just stuck in their ways. When you see all these protests and these anti-protests, you'd be like, like <sighs> hello, who's this? Peace, this is Matt. Matt, For what's sure. up? What's up, bro? Get it off hey, your Matt.
0: chest. Oh, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne was good. Now, I just wanted to... um. Say something real quick. I was talk. I was thinking about what you said about the DJ. I mean, damn, I'm nervous as hell. So good. Joe Biden <laughs> keeping his mouth shut, man. <laughs> Can you get back on that a little bit? Because I felt where you was coming from. No, nah, I, I just
1: agree he should. I, I just agree he should be quiet. At first, I was mad he didn't go to George Floyd's funeral, but I think what he should do, and this is no diss to him, he should let his team talk for him. He, he's not a great speaker. He, he confuses things all the time. Uh, as a uh, presidential candidate, I think. That's not what you need to do, especially when we had somebody like Barack Obama. That was a great Barack Obama. That was a great speaker. I mean, he forgets things. He he, he says all type of different wow things that doesn't make sense. That's right. not true a lot. So I think he should let his team talk. He's not a great speaker. He just we can't win, man. No, he I'm
3: can't gonna tell you that truth. though. He does make a he does make a lot of mistakes. And then when he doesn't speak, people are like, why isn't he speaking up at a time like this when we need to hear his voice? He should be out there. It's like I don't know. He should
1: tape it. He, he
0: should definitely tape it. Y'all got to reach out to him and let him know to chill out. No, I'm, I, I don't know
1: him. But I, I think he should tape a lot of the things that he says because he makes a lot of mistakes. And as a presidential candidate, I don't—I I mean, I don't think you should be making those mistakes. I almost feel like right before he speaks, they give him notes and tell him what to say, and he confuses it. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your
7: time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or
8: blessed, man with your chest.
7: we want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
0: So if you got something on your mind, let yeah, yeah.
7: Hello, who's this? Hello,
8: it's Nathan Nice. Nathan, good morning. What's up, Nathan hey,
3: Nice?
8: What's up, y'all? Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. What's up, guys? I'm a huge fan of Earth. What's up, brother? Thank you. Hey, so I'm in Seattle right now with the Capitol Hill <laughs> Autonomous Zone. We kicked the we kicked the police out, so I just want to. Get it off my chest. Uh, right now, it's very peaceful. I don't know what they're saying out there, but it's real peaceful here in Seattle. And uh, I just want everybody to go follow uh, the Kitchen Couch podcast and the What you you mean you kicked okay. the cops out? So basically, the cops boarded up. They boarded up their windows and got out of Dodge. They're occupying other parts of Seattle, but they're just not occupying Capitol Hill right now. Okay.
1: All right. Well, y'all be safe and out not- there, right?
8: Please. Hey, thank you guys. Much love right. to you guys. Hello, who's this? Envy, what's going on, man? It's morning. I'm
0: calling him down, bro. What's up? What's up with you, bro? Not a whole lot. Good morning, Angelique. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm thinking that Charlamagne later
1: this morning. No, I don't think. I don't think uh, he's coming in today. I think yeah, he's, he's not coming, up, coming in to today. All right, we
0: give him a pass, man. He get a lot <laughs> of things off, man. Charlamagne, we gonna fry you, bro. Hey. But listen, this is what I wanted to tell y'all, man. Uh, I think right now, I think it's a good opportunity for HBCUs to really start recruiting some of these athletes. You got uh, the number one recruit in the country for basketball, Mikey Williams, Mm -hmm. considering going for HBCU. And my thing is, what are these HBCUs doing to capitalize on this, you know what I mean? This opportunity uh, and this shift in the environment, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, As a fellow HBCU alum, a fellow Hampton alum, you know what I mean? I think that it's a big opportunity, and I think that we're going to need everybody on board. I think that celebrities play a major role in this. People like yourself, Envy, you know what I mean? What can we do? What can we do at this time to step up and really get this recruiting up for these black colleges? You know what I mean?
1: I think what we need to do is continue to talk about it. You see how much I talk about Hampton University and and how much fun i had and, and what i learned as far as education and the connections i did and 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 i push it all the time i mean it, it's and, i was forced and to and go and to hbcu as a kid i was forced my parents want like i was the first person in my family to go to college and i was forced to go to hbcu and i loved it i enjoyed him and my kids i want them to go to hbcu but you know it, it's it's on them you know
0: yeah no absolutely and i agree but I think, bro, you get to a point where talking just ain't enough. You know what I mean? We got to start putting our actions, put our feet on the ground. You know what I mean? Even if it means volunteering your time. Now, I know y'all got busy schedules, and everybody's got to do what they got to do. But if it, if it takes, you know what I mean, volunteering time, let's coming out, let's make our uh, black college events as far as athletic events huge. You know what right. I mean? As far as, like, concerts and whole events wrapped uh, around these things or, or whatever we got to do, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to really attract and bring the interest over to these HBCUs, man. I think Absolutely. right now is a big opportunity, and I commend the young brother Mikey Williams and whoever he's uh, speaking with in his corner. You can tell he's surrounded by brilliant people and bright people, uh, and, and I just want him to know, brother, hey, we support him. Uh, I hope he I hope he can, can make the decision to, to go to an HBCU, and it's so, man, I can't wait to get on the ticket list, bro. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, absolutely. I, th- I think what we need to do, too, is I think one of the bad things is is growing up, when you look on television, like for my son who plays football, you don't really see HBCU games on TV. You see college games on TV. You see college basketball, and usually they're not HBCU. So, you know, as a kid, you, you want to play for the team that you're a fan of. Like you want to play for Duke or you want to play for uh, Clemson or you want to play for Syracuse. You don't really see none of our schools on television, and that's what we have to change. But thank you for calling. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about somebody who quit their job
3: because they won't have the Confederate flag to wave around anymore.
1: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. With Angela, Angela Ye. It's The Rumor Report. The, the Breakfast Club. Gossip.
3: Now, we told you about NASCAR and how they're not going to have Confederate flags anymore at NASCAR. Well, one driver is quitting at the end of the season. Once they announced they were banning those fans from displaying the Confederate flags, that's when Ray Citarelli's Facebook account, they posted that, Uh, Well, it's been a fun ride and dreams come true. But if that is the direction NASCAR is headed, we will not participate after the 2020 season is over. I don't believe in kneeling during Anthem nor taking people right to fly whatever flag they love. I could care less about the Confederate flag, but there are people that do. And it doesn't make them a racist. All you are doing is effing one group to cater to another. And I ain't spend the money we are to participate in any political BS. So everything is for sale. And that was his wife, Sarah Ciccarelli, posting that.
1: No, bah. I mean, he he didn't. He's not a good race car driver anyway. He's never won zero anything. Wins. At a, zero wins. Zero wins. <laughs> he's trash yeah. regardless. So I, I don't, I don't think NASCAR needs you. Uh, definitely, you, you can go be an Uber driver since you got nice driving skills. You you know you could be a taxi cab driver. Just just you know you you, you got ill skills.
3: What I want a NASCAR yeah. driver to drive my Uber.
1: Sometimes when you got to get to the airport, you got to get to the airport. And I ain't go front.
3: All right, now here's some good news. Uh, Let's talk about Claudia Jordan and Tamar Braxton. They've been beefing for like eight years. There was a dispute that they had online and they had different opinions on things and they have finally made up publicly. Listen to this. From here on out, Tamar, um, you know, we had some hostile words on Instagram and social media and I think other people added fuel to the fire. It was eight years ago. I would like to think we both evolved and grown since then. So... I would like to put that to bed, and i like to reintroduce myself to you today, Tamar. Hi, I'm Claudia, and I don't want to build a friendship or build a whatever based on talking about anybody else anyway, so I'm done with that. If you are, if we can move on from that, are we cool on that?
5: Oh, absolutely. Hi, I'm Tamar. I'm a Pisces.
3: <laughs> I
5: think that's dope
3: that the two of them buried the hatchet, because sometimes mm-hmm. y'all you start your argument and... You know, it goes on for so long, and then you even forget. Like, what, what's the reason we were even arguing in the first place? It wasn't that serious. It wasn't that big a deal. So, there
1: yeah, you go. I'm glad they squashed their beef. I'm, I'm glad that they spoke to each other and squashed it. I hate seeing our community beefing over nothing. So, I'm glad they. Especially because,
3: especially right now, you see all the things that are happening in the world, and you're like, we beefing over these little things. Now, this isn't gonna go over too well since we just talked about squash and beef. Let's talk about. Nikki Minaj and Takashi69, they put out their project Trolls. Mm-hmm. Now, Nikki had already said a portion of the proceeds from Trolls, including merch items, will be going directly to the bail project. The fund provides free bail assistance to low income individuals who can't afford to pay a bill while awaiting their trial. Well, of course, this was trending yesterday. And They were on live together discussing a lot of things. People were hitting me up like, yo, do you see what's happening right now? One thing that they talked about was rappers versus snitches. Here's what Nikki had to say about that.
5: Street have every right to feel how they want to feel about snitching because they live that life. That's a fact. I feel rappers need to play it easy because... Everybody, you know, integrates with everybody. And if a, and if a top executive rap call one of y'all unsigned rappers right now, sign y'all. Y'all signing. Yo, so, say it louder. So let's let's be clear when we talk about rappers versus street. Uh-huh. It's rappers that put guns. They ain't never bust a, a day in their life and their music all the mother- time. So we're not talking about rappers.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised that Nikki did that record. Um... You know, of course, me and Nikki have a love-hate relationship. I I think Nikki bodied the record. She killed it. I I love when Nikki talks spicy like that. But I'm really surprised she did the record. I mean, her man is is a street dude. You know, the people that she came up with, whether it's Web, Nitty, or Coke, or whoever it may be, those are street dudes that held her down and that she held down. So the fact that she got on the record with a a.k.a. Snitch, is kind of weird to me because Nicki is about that life. She's from that life. It's not like she's a rapper. No, she is from that life. Like, people make fun of her because she does those pop crossover records, but she is from that life, which was surprising to hear on her record.
3: Well, do you want to hear some of the song? Now, these are the parts that people are talking about and are going viral, and she took some shots at Usher and Meek Mill.
5: Somebody ushered this into a clinic. My flow's still sick, I ain't talking the pandemic. I write my own lyrics, a lot of these bitch gimmicks. They study Nikki style, now all of them are mimic. Talking about stitches when it's stenches and you can't. Never stand alone, you always itching for a stamp.
3: Now she also took a shot at Lisa Ray, and since we talked about Claudia Jordan earlier, she clearly has an issue with... You know what, Lisa Ray had to say about her bowing down to little Kim. So, listen mm-hmm. to this shot. Dollar, dollar bill, come
5: get her. Even your man, know Nikki's do it better. I know you don't like me. You wanna fight me. Always on my page, never double tap, like me. Baddies to my left and my right. Never chase a corny,
3: but put that on my life. Wow. Now, this is all interesting because Lisa Ray is about one. to join us. Okay, yeah, so. Uh, Lisa Ray was married to the premier Turks and Caicos, uh, Michael Mizik. Uh-huh. And Michael Mizick allegedly cheated on, cheated on her with Nicole Murphy. So that's why she said Nikki's. Nickies. Nikki's.
1: Nikki yeah, nice with, Nikki the, with Mur- the with the with the wordplay, though. I ain't go front. Nikki nice with that wordplay. And then she said, Usher you to the doctor. Nikki nice with the wordplay. I don't like that she on that record, but Nikki, goddammit, Nikki, you nice with that wordplay. I just don't like you did that uh, record
3: though. All right, well, here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, I'm sure we'll be talking more about this. And I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor reports.
1: All right, thank you, Miss Yee And next hour we're gonna kick it with Lisa Ray. So we're gonna talk to Lisa Ray next hour. All right. I now wish we could got- talk
3: to her today so we could get her response from the record. But you know, she did talk about the barb, she did talk about Nicki Minaj, she did talk about Nicole Murphy, so all of those things did get addressed. So appreciate you, Emmy, because Emmy was there for the tea.
1: Stop it. We got you front were. page. We got front page. And Y'all are going to
3: love this. I mean, he was really there for this. All the right, Yee.
1: Goodness <laughs> gracious.
3: <laughs> All right, let's talk about Starbucks and Black Lives Matter. They do not want their employees wearing anything that supports that.
1: Wow. All right, we'll, we'll talk about it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee?
3: Well, Joe Biden yesterday took part in an NAACP town hall. And some of the things that he discussed was policing across the country and the type of change that we need. And he also discussed reparations. Listen to this.
8: Why not say now whether you would be for reparations or not?
0: I know it has to be done now, and you know it, too. Let's not wait. Let's do the study and decide whether it should be direct cash payment. But in the meantime, you know what has to be done. If, in
8: fact, a calculation comes to you that you are satisfied with, would you then say, I'm for reparations?
7: The answer is it would depend on what it was and will it include Native Americans as well?
8: What
1: does what does Native Americans have to do with
3: it? Yeah, that's a whole separate
1: What what like <laughs> that's why I said sometimes with Joe Joe Biden, he should just be quiet. Like he should just release statements. Cause at first I was mad that he didn't go to George Floyd's funeral. I'm like, why wouldn't he go? He's a presidential candidate. Why send a video? But now I understand. Sometimes you 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 gotta you he has to record what he's saying because sometimes I think he just speaks and talks and really doesn't know what he's saying. So I just sometimes I think his team just has to talk for him, just speak for him.
3: And when it comes to reparations, he also said Black Americans should have more access to purchasing homes and funding should be boosted for uh, schools that serve children from low-income families. So he's talking about that, but he's not talking about necessarily direct payments as far as reparations. Now, another thing that happened was Joe Biden was talking about uh, Donald Trump and his Juneteenth rally that's coming up, and he got a lot of uh, information confused. Here's what he had to say.
2: He's going down to Texas on Juneteenth, right? The
0: first major massacre, literally speaking, of the uh, Black Wall Street, right? Years ago.
1: Years ago. It was longer than just so years Donald ago. So Donald Trump years actually ago. ended up
3: going to Texas yesterday, so he wasn't going June 19th. And Juneteenth is Tulsala. not a... Yeah, Tulsa. I
1: thought Tulsa, Oklahoma.
3: No. So here's the other thing. Juneteenth is about emancipation, right? The massacre was in Oklahoma. So Juneteenth was uh, the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed all the slaves. And that was back in on June 19th in 1865. So that's what that was. So he got a lot of different things confused.
1: See, that's what I said. He's, you know, so it just, you know, he's a presidential candidate, right? And you, me, people out there, we're supposed to, you know, get things confused at times. But if you're a presidential candidate and you're supposed to be talking about certain things, shouldn't I have my ish together? Shouldn't I know what I'm talking about when I'm speaking? You know, shouldn't
3: I? He needs a, a teleprompter at all times. Somebody with like a, you know, they have uh a, a app on the iPad where you can put yeah. out a teleprompter. Somebody it, needs to walk
1: around. Yeah, and I, I think his team, like, it should you know, he should he he should stop. Like, stop talking. Like and, and whatever he wants to say, just release on video. Cause because he's he's confusing himself. Cause he confused me so many different times. Like I'd be confused. I'd be like, I thought this was differently, but go ahead. All
3: right. Well, that is your front page news.
1: Goodness gracious. All right. All right. When we come back, Lisa Ray will be joining us. We'll kick it with Lisa Ray. Uh we'll talk about Interestingly everything that she has enough, going on. Yeah.
3: Yes. And Nicki Minaj just uh, uh, took a stab at her. On couple her of record trolls with Takashi and I know Envy was getting all the tea about, you know, how she felt about the barbs, and oh, he was getting the it. tea about Nicole Murphy, so we're going to get into that.
1: You stop it. I, and also, Charlamagne you de- is-
3: Envy, what? I told you, when we did this interview with Lisa Ray, y'all going to love this, because Envy was, I felt like me and Envy had like a little gossip show, you know what I'm saying? And he was asking all the right oh questions, he knew all the drama, oh I liked boy. it.
1: Oh, boy. All right. Well, Lisa Ray, when we come back, and also Charlemagne is out, so if you want to give uh, somebody donkey of the day, it doesn't matter who it is, your mama, your, your daddy, somebody you in the press, whoever it is, you can get on the phone lines right now, uh, and you can give anybody you want donkey of the day. So we'll start taking your phone calls, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
6: The Breakfast Club. Back,
0: back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show.
1: morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line right now. Lisa Ray. welcome.
3: <laughs> we appreciate you getting up early. I know you're on the West Coast, right?
4: I am. I'm in LA and I'm at home, quarantined like everybody else, trying to break out. You know, every now and then I take a little drive just to feel sane. But yes, yeah, it's early here. So what you
1: been doing during quarantine? Thought, what what how you been was up? back
3: up? Well, just a
4: little bit, but I don't trust that. You know, mm-hmm. I I have my mother here from Chicago. She's been here for like six months. Uh, my daughter's here and my grandbaby. So I got, like, two people that's susceptible to the disease, you know what right. I mean, an elder and a baby. So I'm not trying to put them in any type of jeopardy and myself. This quarantine ain't bothering me at all because I've mm-hmm. been able to find out more things about my house, mm-hmm. projects that I've been doing. I've been looking up at the ceiling going, where did that crack come from? And, oh, my God, I got to paint the house. And what is the second break? Oh, this is what time the sprinkler systems come on. You know what I mean? I didn't know anything. And so now it started making me feel like, You just live here and pay the bill. That's it. You know what I mean? And so I've been doing things with the baby, swimming lessons, picnics outside cooking catering uh more or less a nanny that's what i've been doing lately. because you got a nice
3: house lisa ray that's why at least y'all got the pool outside you got the outdoor area you have four generations under one household which is amazing and congratulations on being a grandmother though i think that's so dope i saw you posting the baby and i know that has to feel good for you
4: it feels so good because what i realized is that I haven't had unconditional love in about 25 years because right now my daughter's 30 and she ain't feeling me and I ain't feeling her either. (laughs) So I don't get that love, you know what I mean? And then, you know, your mama and yourself is kind of like that. So the baby brings that love and that
1: joy because she needs me and she wants me and I need to feel needed. I do, Mm -hmm. Who's the boss of the house now? Because you you got mama there and you got your daughter. So who's who's running the house? Because mama, even though it's your house, is her house. She got a way of making me feel 15.
4: I locked myself up in my room about two weeks ago and I was like, I am 50 years old. I am locked in my own room. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? I went through that. But I rule. I rule my house because not only because I pay the bills, but because I'm, I'm smart. And my mother trusts me and she likes the fact that she's older and she can sit back and she deserves that. And I want to give her that i'm a bit of a caterer i love cooking i love entertaining so i'm in my element i'm fine it's not stopping me from doing anything except going outside to film my job would stop of course you know what i mean hollywood is shut down but otherwise i'm still we're doing this this is the new normal seems like now right. you know what i mean so i got a whole production studio you see i got lights, cameras <laughs> you know what
3: though you know what I mean? <laughs> you've been still you've been still really busy during this time because let's not get it twisted. First of all, we know obviously you're on UMC The house divided now. You're on season two mm-hmm. and they've added you to the cast of that. But in addition to that, we get to see you on Fox Soul and we get to hear your opinion and see your personality. I feel like a lot more than we've ever had the opportunity to do before.
4: That's true. That's true. And you know what? It came with maturity. It came with me living and taking responsibility for all the things that I've done in my past being able to point the finger at myself, wanting to grow, wanting to share my experiences with people because I've been through a lot. And I've been through what most people have gone through. I've been through the pain. I've been cheated on. I've been lied on. I've lied. I've done all kinds of things that I can
1: say, yeah, I, I, I'm not that person anymore. I'm this person now. And let me share. Are the bobs still chasing you? Are the bobs still chasing you around? Are they still leaving I comments? Know, right? Let me tell you, I didn't know what the hell they were, first of all. Let me just be honest. Okay. And so I,
4: and I didn't know that they were coming after me. Vivica Fox is the one that called and she texted me. She says, Are you okay? And I was like, Yeah, are you okay? You know, and she said, (laughs) She's like, Well, you know, I said, From what? She said, Oh, the comments. I said, Comments from who? Where? She said, The Barbs. I said, Who the hell is the Barbs girl? She (laughs) said, Nicki Minaj fans. I said, I don't know them and they don't know me. You know, so I go on there I said, what do I find? So I go on there and about maybe 25 comments in. I was like, I should not give a damn about this because I don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm way above anybody that want to come out to somebody that they don't know, want to misappropriate what I said and take it out of content. I, I don't have time to be fighting that kind of fight because we are fighting a real fight right now. You know what I mean? And so, but I didn't want to denounce them or ex- exclude them and act like they didn't exist. I did come back and say what I said is what I said and what I meant, which was, I'm not saying that you're supposed to kiss ass. I'm not saying that because I don't believe in that. But what I'm saying is pay homage to the people that are there before you. And when I said bow down, it wasn't like,
8: oh, I ain't
4: talking about like that. Of course, I'm just saying that music shouldn't be about a beast. It's not mafia. It's not gangster. It's entertainment. It's music. So let's keep it light where we're not tearing each other down. That was my point that I was making. And if they wanted to take it out of content, then it was like, okay. That's what y'all want to think, but that ain't what I said.
3: I understand that because I actually had the opportunity to, for the first time, sit and do an interview with Angie Martinez. And, you know, obviously, Mm. we work in the same building. I love Angie, but, I, you know, I idolize Angie, so I always make sure that I let her know (laughs) just listening to her when I was younger and then now being able to be in the same space that she's in, that's always going to be amazing to me. So, and she's always like, oh, Angela, shut up. Like, we're friends. I'm like, nah, it is really, really dope. Who are some people you look up to?
4: Um, Absolutely everybody. And the reason why is because wherever you are in your life, you possess some type of skill to be there and to stay there for however long you are. So if you're not an A-lister or you're a D-lister artist, Still at the delist at the level of delisting, you still possess some skills in which you you are having that position because if not, someone else would fill that. So it's not that easy to to stay relevant. And I have kind of mastered that staying mm-hmm. relevant with a small body of work. When I came out with Players Club. I rode that roller coaster for a long time. Everybody still knows me <laughs> as diamond. I mean I summer, I mean they push the button and know diamond is here, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, and I get all my dances free, you know? <laughs> but I'm just saying that there's a um a homage that you have to to pay the people as as well. You know what I mean? Those people that have been there and I have that respect level. It's a lot of younger influencers, a lot of millennials that see me and they're like, Damn, you diamond like you fine. Like, we love you. And I love that they share that with me. And I love that they tell me that because it's good for my ego, too. It allows me right. to go, oh, 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 that's right. Because we don't always wake up on the right side of the bed. You don't yeah. always it, wake it up like, and yeah. go. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need that. And I just want to be able to share that with other people because I'm not about tearing anybody down. I got an opinion, definitely, and I'm going to say that and
1: state that. Yes, you and do. you may not agree with it. <laughs>
4: Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is, what
1: it is. Yeah. All right, we got more with Lisa Ray when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Lisa Ray. Now, season two of House Divided. Now, uh, I didn't see season one. I'm sorry. So I, I tried to watch season two. And after eight minutes, I was hey, like.
5: You tried to watch season two.
1: I'm going to tell you, because after eight minutes, I was like, I got to go back and watch season one. There was so much going on. So for people that don't know about House D- Divided, tell them what House Divided is, the premise, and everything.
3: Lisa Ray was about to come for you. David. She was
1: like, what you mean? I- no, nah, because after because season two, it was so much going on. This one, shoot, right, this right. one. And I'm like, I got to go back. I'm, I'm, no, I'm doing myself a wrong. disservice.
5: He
3: set that up wrong. It
1: sounded right, like right, he was right.
5: about to say something crazy.
3: Right. <laughs>
4: I wish I could tell you about season one but I was not in season one and I did not watch it either but I could tell you all about my characters in season (laughs) two. You ready? Here you go. Okay. (laughs) Touche. Season two, this lovely lady comes in called Alexis which is played by Lisa Ray. You know what I mean? (laughs) Mm. I come in, um, I am the sister to the family but I'm almost like the illegitimate sister, the sister that had been forgotten about but she comes and she brings the noise because of course, when somebody shows up, they don't just show up for no reason. It's always a plot or some kind of something going on that make you go, oh, snap, something's about mm-hmm. to happen. And she holds a secret, you know. Um, she feels like she needs her due just. She feels like she's been in the background for long enough. Her sister has passed, and her and her sister did not get along. So the question then is, why didn't her and the sister get along? Why is she just not showing up after the funeral? Because I did not show up at the funeral. I have a niece that's almost as old as I am, so we go back and forth, you know, and then it's the the, the um well, my brother-in-law, he has actually a young fiancé. Our dynamic is what the show is about.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I don't want to say bringing her down, but being able to have that bird in the hand allows me to stand toe-to-toe with her. And those scenes are written so great till I didn't really have to do too much to bring her to life. It was written on the paper, you know. And when they called me and said that, hey, we got a role for you. You know, they always say that. It's like, for me, you wrote it for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then after asking questions of how much and then who's in it, then then, then when is it going to revolve around my schedule, is it going to work? After all of that, it was like, I would love to play this character. And when I got on the set, it was easy. Um, The the crew was fantastic. Everybody was prepared. It was fun. And I really vowed in this, time in my career not to touch anything that's not fun anymore. I've worked hard. Nice. I want to work smart now. You know what I mean? I don't want to go to work Absolutely. and feel like how I did on the last single with Stacey Damn Dash. I didn't want to feel like what the hell, I got to get up and you know what I mean? and got to adjust my personality and attitude. I don't want to feel that way. I don't have to go through that anymore. So going to that job was almost like just getting up and just having a breath of fresh air. So I, I, I want to touch things that make me happy. And that role was a uh, an easy role for me. It was it was fun role. Gotcha.
3: I ain't gonna lie. I did like single ladies though. I thought you really did such a great job on that show. I'm sorry yeah, what did, you did. Uh,
1: what, yeah, what didn't you like about single ladies so much? What 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 was working so with hard?
3: Stacey Dash? Because <laughs> the the
4: production of single ladies was fantastic. Working with Latifa was wonderful. You know, even filming in Atlanta, I adjusted. You know, but. Um, when the rivalry started, which, by the way, I never knew it had started when it started to get to that point, to get to that point where she, you know, put the finger in my face. It was like, what the hell just happened? You could hear a pin drop on the set. It was like, and people start coming out like, Lisa, Ray. it was like, yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. And she started storming to her dressing room. And I was like, well, well, hold on. Let me come behind you so we can talk about it. You know what I mean? I'll meet mm-hmm. you in your dressing room kind of thing. And from there, it kind of, and I think it was just that she was unhappy. She perhaps didn't want to do the show anymore. And when you're someplace that you don't want to be, it, you portray that on other people. And you feel that energy and it's right. like not fair. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. then we brought in some another young lady, Denise uh, um, Bassey, which was, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she just slid right in and then, for me, I was the much older one because they were in their 30s. I was in my 40s, so our conversations was different. You know, perhaps they were talking about you know the new Gucci bag that was coming out, and I was adjusting my portfolio. You know what I mean? So it was different conversations. Mm-hmm. So uh, we jailed to work together, but it, the dynamics changed. And I really liked it when Stacy was on it because you had two sex symbols in one series. So the white boys love Stacey Dash because she had the voluptuous breast and you know whatever and i'm the booty girl you know what i mean so i'm like we gave them the best of both worlds and so when she left it kind of took the story in a different uh kind of uh way because the maturity level i had to either i, I couldn't i couldn't dummy down my character because she was already established so i didn't want to come across as the older sister or the auntie at that time you know mm-hmm. so you know when it started you know getting all kind of crazy i was just like maybe it's time
1: to go Now, I heard that the Real Housewives reached out to you for possibly being part of of their show. Was that any truth to that? She's
3: sipping her tea. Any truth to that? It is. It was years ago. That's not my brand.
1: That's not what I want to do. I'm not interested
3: in
4: that at all.
1: And so I um, declined.
3: Just as an FYI, they had wanted Emmy to be a Real Housewife at one point as well.
1: No, they definitely didn't want me, but they did want my wife. Oh, okay. I thought it was you. No, they wanted my wife.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And she declined too. Mm-hmm. Why did she decline? Um, to be honest, uh, one, we didn't need the money. Uh, two, um. I'm not gonna let them dictate what's going on in my house. You know what I mean? This is you know, we have a real black family with things that go on and you're not gonna try to do fighting and, and try to create tension in, in my real household. Like this is I got five kids, like this yeah. is real, like no, nah, you're not gonna do that. So we just decided to gracefully, you know, back out and say, nah, we we're good. Sean Jay, me too. I you mm-hmm. know, we got enough
4: going on, you know what I mean? And it's like and I do believe in CMI. You know, some things the CMI is just too much information and the way that reality TV is going now, you don't even want your kids to watch it because you don't want that to dictate or rot their mindset and thinking that this is cool to be disloyal, dishonest, you know, I'm walking across tables on you. To see, first of all, that wouldn't happen to me mm-hmm. at all. You know what I mean? By the time you stepped up on the table, I don't I, don't have to wonder why you stepped up on the table because you wouldn't even be there long. It's almost like you wasn't there at all. It's like, what's, what's you doing? You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm wrong for that.
1: Yeah, we got offered to do several shows, but if I can't, executive producer and it can't be real like i'll be honest with you some days me and my wife you know some days we argue some days we don't but you're not gonna put tension in my family for ratings that's not what you're gonna do like yeah we deal with everything else like i got one going to college i got one in high school one going to second grade one going to first grade and one is baby like we have a lot of ish going on but not gonna put tension in there and mess up my family now you know what i love that but you
4: sure don't look old enough to have no kid in college
1: I got five. Well, she going to college next year. She got college now. Well, I'm 21. I had my first baby at my first baby at one. So I'm 21. So yeah, (laughs) it's zero. (laughs) right, we got more with Lisa Ray. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
2: Working on a weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist going nuts. Caught me slipping once, OK, so what? Someone hit your block up, i tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, it too plush. Say my days a number, but I keep waking up. Know you see my text, baby, please say something. Wine by the glass, your man, a cheapskate, huh? Gotta move on my release day, huh? This is fame, not clout. I don't even know what that's about. Watch your mouth. Baby, got an ego twice the size of the crib. I can never tell s- it is what it is. But said what I had to and did what I did. Never turn my back on FBG, God forbid. But Virgil got the paddock on my ribs, doing front flips. Giving you my number, but don't hit me on no dunk. Working on a weekend like usual. Way off in the deep end like usual. Like usual. Swear they passed us, they doing too much. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Virgil got a paddock on my wrist, going nuts. Caught me slipping once. Okay, so what? Someone hit your block up? I tell you, if it was us, man, a house in Rosewood, it too plush. It's cool, plush. man. Got red bottoms
9: on. Life is good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on his finger. Little, I done flew one out to Spain to be in my domain. Ooh, dropped $3 on the rain, cause been a truck look. Ooh, I was in the trap, circle and they ain't been the same fence. Ooh, granted she was standing right down while I catch play on them Ooh, I made them look go-ahead while I in this. Ooh, I'd have been down bad in them trenches, had to ride with that Ooh, who gave you who gave that Pluto Central lick? Ooh, too many convicts that rolled me to play in this Ooh, nonsense, get old some in this they had the counter like light lighting it up, nobody get it, ooh I'm on a PJ lighting it up, ooh I'm trying to tote that d- for London and then it's extended, ooh They got a stretcher, how we gon' die for this, d-. ooh Yeah, I ride for my, d- I lie to my, d-. ooh some poor high class made it. We rich, yeah. I was at the band, though. Got a penthouse for a closet. Ooh, it's like a Shando. on my neck, my wrist. Ooh, I got pink toes that talk different languages. Ooh, got me like broken in my blood and pisses. yeah hundred thousand for the cheapest ring on the spring. A flew one out to Spain to be in my domain. auto all the Ooh, dropped three dollars on the ring. called it a Look, truck, I was in the trap circle. They ain't been the same since. That's by the time I call serene. Serena. I go tremendo for new Fettuccine. All fat, though, the pinky. All fat, though, we bought up a Fiji. I'm in the loop with the voodoo. I'm in the loop with the woo. Which one you working? I put your face to the news. I put the on the shirt. After I murdered it, make go up the hearse. Cost me a quarter bird. It's birthday and you a maniac? I'm an alien. How you splurging? Got that i do having fun with that. Going Birkin. 100,000 for the cheapest ring on the Jetzt finger, look, How the flu went not to Spain to be in my domain, all the model, Dropped $3 on the rain, cause I'm truck, look, ooh. I was in the trap, circle in the same fence,
1: the Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it. We're still kicking it with Lisa Ray. You know, with you and the brat, being both in the industry, right, And let's say somebody goes at the brat or somebody goes at you. Do you guys have each other's back immediately or do you call each other first and be like, look, I'm about to strike. Let me know if it's okay.
4: Um, I will say this when she went to jail and she, you know, did the whole, you know, thing, uh, for me, she called me and she was distraught. And when she told me I went into big sister mode, Of okay, okay. Okay. Um, you're going to be in trouble. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like, we need damage control, you know, kind of thing. Um, But but mostly what I saw is where her heart was. It was just a moment of insanity. You know what I mean? It was just that moment of, I didn't mean to, you know what I mean? But sometimes you got to pay the price. And because she owned up to that and she did that, it was like, let's just forgive yourself. You know what I mean? And move on. I notice now since she is on the Ricky Smiley show and then she does Dish Nation, me and Nicole Murphy had some, you know, exchanges and things, you know what I mean, and uh, somebody sent me a blur of what my sister said, and she was like, yeah, well, my sister don't mess with nobody, but you don't want to mess with her either, like, she ain't a punk, and they were like, yeah, because when she come around, she sure get you together, and she was like, oh, yeah, because I'm definitely scared, I've always been scared of it, and it was like, oh, really, wait, wait a minute, what you saying, you know, so we have this, Fun way between each other to be able to have each other's back since we were young. You know what I mean. Right. So I know that she gonna have my back no matter what. And that se- she has a voice, she can let them on know.
1: <laughs> have you seen Nicole Murphy at all? Have y'all passed? Because I mean, uh, Hollywood is small. LA is small. Have y'all? No, no. Mm-mm. So I asked her to
4: come see me. You know. Wow.
1: What do you mean? Asked to come see you? Like come to the crib, pull up, let's have a yeah, conversation. I
4: feel, I feel like I feel like when you have a confrontation with somebody and you sat on somebody's couch and you know, said that I was the liar. And then I'm telling you, no, no, I didn't lie. If you still think I'm lying, let's talk about it. Come on. right? Let's meet. I wouldn't
1: That's come the see you. I'm, the, I'm like the brat. I'm scared right now, too. I wouldn't come see you. <laughs>
4: <though>. <laughs> but I think women I think women should be able to come together and say... Because, because here's the thing. When I was talking about this, I was like, why am I talking about this? I've been divorced for 10 years now. You know what I mean? And they twist your words so much. But it's like, I mean, <laughs> girl... You know best. You you. When you sit there and lie in front of the world, you calling me a liar. And we mm-hmm. talked about this. We discussed this already. So now you reneging. And do you really want me to pull out those receipts? I'm not that kind of woman to want to do that. But if you make me, I can and I will. And if you keep mentioning my name, that's not a good thing either.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: I I I don't want the beef. We don't have to have the be. I ain't got to see you. You do absolutely nothing for me. Nothing. And I do nothing for her. But let's keep it cordial
1: where when I see you, I'm going to slap you. Let's just keep it cool. And that's my point. And y'all had a conversation already? Y'all spoke about this before all of this? Absolutely. She has receipts.
4: At hey, Ray Lewis uh, coming out party. He had a uh, coming out
5: party. Um, wow, that's was, some like, tea. So Where's my tea <laughs> with my party.
4: Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 what secret party was this? It's all the same. Hall of Fame, he had a party here, and I saw her. And we went in the back, and we discussed it. I said, you know, she said, all these years, you know, I'm glad that we're just now having this conversation because I've been wanting to share this with you. And it's like, well, let's get down to it then because I don't want to be able to have things between us where we see each other at a party, and we side-eyed each other, and nobody knows why, and the energy is changing. It. Well, for what? You know what I mean? I came, obviously, to have a good time. So when we talked about it, and she confessed, it's like, you know what? It's like when you're a mother and your kid and You're like, you tell me the truth. I'm cool. Right. If you lie, I'm going to get on your ass. You know what I'm right. saying? It's mm-hmm. like that. We sat down and we talked and whatever, and I was like, bet. I ain't going to be your friend, you know what I'm saying? But bet, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I could walk with from mm-hmm. this and, and go, she fought all that back up when she lied. Right. So for me, and, and let me be, be honest and say that perhaps it was me because it was the whole Layla Rashad and Antoine Foucault, Foucault right. uh, thing that came out with Nicole Murphy. I made a comment on uh, the shade room and said, damn Nicole again? You know what I mean? Like, And for me, because we're in a small circle of Hollywood, it was like, girl, like, we all friends. What you doing is what right. I meant. I, I I meant it. Did I know that it was going to go viral and get picked up? and just? No, I didn't. You know what I mean? But since it did, I couldn't take it back. You know, it, it, I admit that, you know what I mean? And then people took that and said, oh, Lisa Ray is saying that, you know, she took her husband for her, from her. And I was like, no, that's not what I said. I did say that she slept with my husband. I said that. But what people don't realize is when you get a divorce, sometimes you find yourself back together being a friend and repairing the damage.
9: Right.
4: We're cool. So we have nothing to lose. So when we have our conversations about, I just want to ask you, you know, I always right. thought that you did blah, blah, blah. Did you ever do that? And I'm like, no, nah, I didn't do that. Or, yeah, I did. We've had those kind of conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So and you knew. he has been honest with me. Yeah, so he told me, besides, I got receipts. Besides, I talked to her when it happened back then, too, when she was mm-hmm. dating Michael Strahan. She knows this. That was what the conversation that we had when we finally sat down about. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So for her to bring that back up and to, you know, but here's the thing. I'm sure she was trying to save her ass you know what I mean, trying to divert whatever and kind of whatever, and she, her damage control, whoever she had, did not do a great job at all because when she came out and said that she didn't kiss him, it was like, girl, what are we looking at then? This right here clearly shows that you are lip-locking. What what do you mean? Mm -hmm. So that is what angered majority of the black Hollywood actresses that knew her background because we was like, what is she talking about? And so that's what I mean. It was almost like, we know that this woman been married to this man for 20 years, girl. You right. know what I mean? Like, we don't do our stuff. You know what I mean? But you don't do it amongst friends. And that's what I meant. It's like, you got I gotta watch you around our husbands and our boyfriends and our
3: fiancés. Well, then maybe you don't need to be here. We can't trust you. Right. And that's what that is. Wow. Did Layla Rashawn say anything to you about it or be like, well, let me hear your story, girl, because... It doesn't matter about Layla's
4: uh, story
5: mm-hmm.
3: because
4: they were still married. You know how she feels. You know what I mean? It's like, it's public. It, it's embarrassing. Inside your home, like you say, it, it's like you can cause havoc inside of our home. We got kids. Right. She had to handle and deal with that first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we was like the bar we just came out like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> up mm-hmm. her, you know
7: what I mean? <laughs> My mm-hmm. <laughs> goodness. Well,
4: we, 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 we didn't condone that. You know, like I say, we all got skeletons in our closet. We've all done some stuff that we feel like, I don't to talk about or I'm sorry I did that. I won't ever do that again. We've all done that. Absolutely. But not amongst friends. You got to have some loyalty and boundaries somewhere and she has none.
3: There's Thank no you. way you could have explained that picture either. Like, there's no real explanation that feels innocent. Like, there was just, mm-mm.
4: Girl, because what you over in
5: Italy
3: for? You doing what? Right. And you don't just kiss your friends on the mouth like that.
1: Nope. Not at all.
3: Did you
5: call in and say, hey,
3: he's in town. and and Are you
4: here too? Oh, I was going to go over and have lunch with him. Okay, that's what you do. That's respect if you have any. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or if you've learned that from anything else that you've done. And because we were friends, it's almost like, I I know what you've done. I knew what you did last summer. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I, I know too. Absolutely. So, it's like, so, you're trying to fool us, and it's
1: not cool. It's not cool. It's not cool. All right. Well, Lisa Ray, we appreciate you for joining us today. Season two of House Divided is out right now. And thank you so much for checking in. You be safe on that quarantine.
3: I
4: appreciate you guys too,
1: especially up there in New York. All right. And
3: give, and give our love to your family as well. I love you, girl. Absolutely. Okay.
1: All right. As Lisa you. Ray is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This is the Rumor Report
0: with Angela Yee close. So
3: listen up. Nah, nah, nah. Man, this was so dope. So Dave Chappelle went ahead and released a new Netflix special. It's called 846. Now it's called 846 because that's the time he was born. And of course, as you know, with George Floyd, that's how long a police officer, former police officer Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things were discussed on here and I thought it was pretty amazing. It wasn't even necessarily like a stand-up comedy. There -hmm. were some funny parts, but it was more him having a conversation with some punchlines, as he called it, a talk with punchlines. So here he is responding to Don Lemon who feels like celebrities should have been more vocal.
6: So the other night I'm in my little clubhouse and I'm watching Don Lemon. He says, where are all these celebrities? Why aren't you talking? This said everybody. I was screaming at the TV. I dare you to say me, Has anyone ever listened to me do comedy? Have I not ever said anything about these things before? So now all of a sudden, this expects me to step in front of the streets and talk over the work these people are doing as a celebrity, asking me, do you want to see a celebrity right now? Do we give a what Ja Rule thinks. Yeah, and I completely agree. I mean, we said that on
1: air. when I was was actually watching it that night, and he was like, where are the celebrities? Where are you? I'm thinking to myself, like, why are we looking for celebrities at a time like this? We need to just be pulling each other in. Just people at a time like this. We all need to support each other. I'm not looking for what so-and-so has to say or what this person has to say or or like Dave Chappelle always says, what Ja Rule has to say. Like, we should be pulling each other in. Who cares what, what celebrities have to say, in my opinion?
3: All right. In addition to that, he talks about Candace Owen and her comments where she was saying that George Floyd is not a hero and he was a a, a addict and all kinds of negative things about him calling him a criminal. Here's what he had to say about Candace Owen.
6: I can't get that number out of my head because it was my time of birth on my birth certificate. I was born at 846 in the morning and they killed this in eight minutes and 46 seconds. I watch everything everybody says. I seen Candace Owens try to convince white America, don't worry about it, he's a criminal anyway. I don't care what this did. I don't care if he personally kicked Candace Owens and her stinky I don't know if it stinks, but I imagine it does. And if I ever find out, I'll let you know for sure. I'll tell, like Azealia Banks, I'll tell. All right, he
3: managed to get in that little shot, a little yeah. joke about Azealia Banks, too, as well, during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah, so I highly recommend you guys watch this. It's, like, less than a half an hour, so it's not super long, but I thought it was very powerful. And he also gives it up to the younger people right now who are leading things.
1: Where did and he so, shoot it? Did he do a comedy? Um, it was there was a pe- So there was people there. It was a crowd and all that.
3: So you see some people with um, masks on, and mm-hmm. it looks like they were social distancing. Donnell was there. Shout out to Donnell Rawlings. Mm-hmm. And he did this, I think he filmed it last week on the 6th.
1: Okay. So maybe things are just starting to open up. And or is that day. this okay. week?
3: I don't even know what day it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he did. And people with his family was there because he references that his family was there also when you watch the special. So okay. make sure y'all check that out. Now Terrence J, he was trending yesterday, and that is for some comments during an IG Live conversation he had. And by the way, this is an old video that somebody, I guess, reposted, and we'll explain more about it, but here's what happens in their conversation.
0: Listen, let me just school you on something, young man. No, don't school me. Let me school school you you on something, me. You ain't gonna school me, I'm a grown man. This ain't all about your family, okay? Your family can't bail you out of this one, all right? No, but let me tell you something about family. World, bro, I'm gonna tell you something, I'm gonna tell you something about family. People, I don't okay? I don't ever need them to bail me out of nothing. Bro, bro, let me tell you you, something. Bro, you, they you, raised bro. me. They raised you if you ever think I'm great because of me, I'm not. Take I'm great because yours, I'm great because second, of second, the second, tribe. No, you're gonna respect the tribe.
1: Which is crazy. And I told everybody it's a joke. Him and they they are friends. They like they are friends. They were at the rally with each other. They go they frequently in each other's houses. Like they are real friends.
3: Yes, so Terrence J had to clear things up online yesterday and let people know, you guys, this was a parody. This was not something real. He said, this show is literally a fake roast written by Marlon on both of our pages. Y'all tried it, though. The Awful Truth with me and Marlon is a comedy parody show, not real. The segment is called What Haters Say, new episode today. Please tell the people in the back.
1: They, They was on his ass for that one.
3: Man, he was trending. They was going in on him they sure so, was they definitely were so i, I don't know people are crazy but that didn't work out so yeah. well <laughs> all right i'm angela yee and that is your rumor report
1: all right thank you miss yee now um donkey today is up next Charlemagne is not in today so we're opening up the phone lines who you want to give donkey today to 800-585-1051 donkey of the day is up next it's the breakfast club good morning. Thanks. Donkey
8: of the Day.
5: Donkey of the Day. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey
0: of the Day is a little bit of a mixed bag. So like a donkey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the breakfast club, bitches.
5: Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, hey, this is Jay.
1: Hey, Jay, turn your radio down, brother.
5: Hey, hey, Jay. All right. Who you want
1: to give donkey to right, this morning, right. Jay?
8: Am I, am I, who's going to be on the radio? I'm going to be alive, right? Or, yes. I'll get fired. Oh, s*** yeah. Oh, shit. Well, right. First of
1: all, you can't get... you curse, up here. You just
3: cursed You cursed to get us
1: fired, Jay. Come on.
8: Oh, okay. Ah, uh, s***. Right. Wow. Don't drag us
5: oh, down
8: with you. Budget. I want to get a, a job. My job done for you today. You know, because uh, we're essential workers. We do not and uh, you to
0: recognize uh, essential workers. They never have any hazardous space. I'm a garbage man. Okay. You know, so we had to be out. We had to be out here from day one, and the garbage is double, and we deal with everybody's germs, right? And, and uh, it just uh, finally, it just a little bit, don't make sense that the grocery market, grocery store workers, get in, 7-Eleven workers, but we're the ones out there keeping the trash off the street. Yep, we and we appreciate garbage, you,
1: brother. Which
3: is a super important job.
1: Absolutely. Right. So Let me ask you a question though. That garbage yeah. gook that shoots out the, 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 the uh, sanitation uh, truck, right? Has that gook ever smacked right. you? Uh, jumped, uh, you know, uh, fell on your clothes uh, in your face?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. So uh, uh,
5: uh. as you
0: pick the garbage up, okay, that's no problem because you're in a machine. But when right. you go to dump it, you're dumping it with everyone's garbage. And uh, yeah, you
3: deserve a bonus. You deserve
0: hazard pay. My, yeah. My truck alone, probably 30,000 pounds of garbage a day.
1: That's disgusting. And that's one truck. Wow. Well, well, thank you so much, man. We appreciate you. You know, one time that one of them garbage trucks spilled that gook on my car, I was so tight. My car was smelling uh-huh. for days. Hello, who's this? Toya. Hey, Toya, who you want to give Donkey to? Quincy
5: of <laughs> Sorrento, my ex. He cheated on me with a girl that shaped like an eight year old boy. Oh, he needed it on
1: the other day. Now, don't hate on the girl now. What that girl did to I'm you?
5: I'm not hating. I'm not hating at <laughs> you all. You said looked like an eight year old
1: boy. Is that just facts?
5: He is like an eight-year-old boy. That's not
1: hating. That's facts. No. Maybe that's what he likes. Oh, no. I see. He like everything.
5: <laughs> he like everything, honey. He for everybody. He he everybody. For everybody. Cast out and tell no lie. Did you leave that's him? right. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> so Thank y'all you, still together? Oh, my God. So y'all still together?
5: No, we're not together no more. No you you more, sure? No more.
8: I am double sure. I am so. Because we
3: would have to give you a double donkey. I know, right? No, it ain't happening. I'm done. All right. It
1: ain't good that. It ain't that good anyway.
5: Okay. okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you, mama. I was faking it.
1: (laughs) All right. Hello. Who's this? What's going on? This is definitely Mark. How you? What's
0: up, brother? Who you want to give donkey to today? Um, Oh my God! I give it to my baby mother. She tells me, "Yo, come pick up my son." Uh, Last night, I said, "All right, cool. Come through." As I'm coming through, she texts on, oh, "No, never mind, it's at the third, as she does all the time. And then the next day, she like, gets on text. You a deadbeat for not coming to picking up your son. How? <laughs> How? Yeah, that sounds
1: like a little bipolar,
0: brother. The other day, I was gonna give her a hundred. She asked me for a hundred dollars. I was gonna give her a hundred dollars. Because I gave her a hundred dollars, she said, oh, you a deadbeat because why you can't give up, like one fifty, one sixty, two hundred 150, 160, 200 when I asked you asked for a hundred. What a supposed to do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man, I feel for you, brother.
3: How much much longer you got to deal with this?
0: Oh, my gosh, my baby is three.
1: Oh, man.
3: You got some time.
1: You got 15 years, brother. I'm sorry for you. Enjoy the ride. I dare in the world. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? It's Gio. How you doing, MV?
8: What's up, Gio? What's going on? Nothing much. First of all, I just want to say I'm following your footsteps, man. I'm getting that real estate together.
1: Good man, good man. Generation of wealth.
0: Who you wanna give donkey to, brother? I wanna give it to Joe Biden because just exactly what you said, the man is like two steps away from being seen now. Every single time he says
8: something, no one understands what he's saying. And you know, if we end up voting for this man, we got a long road ahead. So he gets donkey today.
9: All right.
1: Well well, thank you so much, brother. All right, Charlemagne is out, 800-585-1051. We open up the phone line so anybody can give Donkey of the day. Now, when we come back, Yee was uh, reading me this interesting uh, email that she received.
3: You were very upset about
1: it. (laughs) Now, 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 let's open up the phone line. Let's talk about it. Now, now explain the email.
3: All right, so this guy wrote about his experience. He was dancing with a girl. He's 23 years old. Mm -hmm. And they were at a bar, and he offered to buy her a drink. So he goes to get a beer. He tells the bartender whatever she wants. The girl then orders four double shots of Don Julio. Mm -hmm. That's for her and her friends, right? And he paid for his beer and left. So he didn't pay the bill and the girl was very upset about it. And so some people feel like well, you wrong? did tell her whatever she wants.
1: No, he so said, I'm going to buy you that. a drink. Not you and your friends. I'm going to buy you a drink. One drink, I'm going to buy it for you. You come back with four, I'm out. Peace, pay for your own drink. So then ended that ended up being
3: $325. I mean, oh, hell
1: no.
7: Hell
1: no. So what's <laughs> the problem?
3: So some people feel like, well, he shouldn't have said anything you want if he didn't mean it. And some people feel like she was wrong for taking advantage of him saying whatever you want.
1: Well, that's what she gets. She had to pay that three hundred and whatever dollar, and then he's twenty three years old.
3: I feel like we've done that to you, Envy. What? Been at a bar and uh, was it birthday time or something? I feel like we were all out of town somewhere. We were all at the bar, and we all ordered a bunch of drinks and put it on your bill.
1: <laughs> you might. I feel have. like that happened. You might have. And, and if he I said I'm it. just going to buy you a drink, i probably call Amex the next day and say, uh, I only <laughs> I only tried to pay for one drink. I don't know where these other drinks came from. But uh, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Was this guy supposed to pay for all their drinks? I say hell no. No, he said I will pay for your drink. A drink. You wanted to
3: be a baller. Whatever you want. It's on I me. Mean. Whatever you want.
1: No, he said I'm going to buy you a drink. Not four drinks. And then she not wants to then what get he said. He told the shots.
3: bartender whatever she wants.
1: Yes, to her to drink, not you and your, your three friends. And double shots.
3: specify that?
1: Double shots? 300? And... Nah, nah, B, you on your own. 800 585 1051. Call us up. What do you think? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull
0: out, pull, out, pull, out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me.
6: Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800 585 1051. The Breakfast Club.
7: It's topic time.
6: Call 800
1: 585 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Yee was telling me about this email. Explain to the people what, what, what this email is all about.
3: Yes, yeah, so it wasn't an email, but this guy told his story, and he was saying that he was at a bar, he was dancing with a girl, and then he, told, he went to buy himself a drink, and he told the server anything she wants whatever she wants the girl then ordered four double shots of don julio 1942 they were 75 dollars each and he ended up not paying for it and she was very upset about that and some people feel like you did tell her whatever she wants and you should have paid that 325 dollar bill. other people feel like that's right she took advantage you should have left what do you think i know what you think
1: um, I mean, like I said before, no. I, I said, yeah, I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> not you and your friends, and then you're going to get a little disrespectful and double shot the drink. Nah. And nah, get you, Don Julio 1942
3: on top of it.
1: Nah, you got a whole lot. You got a whole lot. You got to pay for that yourself. $300 you tried to get me, now you pay that, I'm out. I'll take my little bed that cost me two ninety nine, and I'm gone. And you feel how you feel. You just don't disrespect somebody like that, take somebody's kindness, his weakness. No, he said, I got you as a drink. He was trying to talk to you, not talk to you and your three friends. No. You're on your own with that one.
3: What if she would have just it? ordered that 1942 double shot just for
1: herself? If she'd have ordered four, those four for herself, then I still can't mess with you. No, 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 no. just
3: mean... one, but just one, but for herself. But it is still expensive.
1: One double shot right, is seventy-five dollars. Cool. That's fine. I would be, I would, I would, I would be a little uptight, but one shot is fine. But not four. Nah. So what do you think, e?
3: <laughs> well, my thing is this. I think I would. First of all, personally, I would never do anything like that. I think it's whack that she did that. Um, so as much as I always like to ride for my women, (laughs) it's hard for me to say that this was okay. Cause the thing is also, what if he just didn't have that much money? Like what if he literally just didn't have it? 23 year old. just can't take advantage of people like that. Now I have done things in the past where I've gone on very expensive dates with people and went to, and they'll be like, you pick the restaurant and you're like, "Mm, I'm gonna go here. And I've done that, but it would be just me. So
1: yeah, well, well, let's go to the phone lines. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. Hello, who's this? This is Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Good morning. Where are you calling from?
5: North New Jersey.
1: North New Jersey. Now you heard that situation. Is she foul or not? She was very foul. <laughs> she was catch
5: no, foul. You don't do nothing like that. And I consider her and her friends. They were broke to go there mm-hmm. looking for
1: a free. Drink. Not just one free drink. Let me ask you this. Four double shots.
3: If a guy offers you a drink and you're with your friends, you think that he should get uh, drinks for your friends too, or no? I'm just curious.
5: No. No, oh, no. If, we, if we would pick sittings together, and you say, I want to buy y'all something to drink, then that's something different. But well, he offered her a drink. So it was like, they were just broken ghetto. That's something ghetto, females, you know, the hood rat. Okay. Right. Excuse my language. Okay. All right. Well,
8: Dude,
1: thank ew, you, mama.
3: all. Okay.
8: <laughs> Hello, who's this? <laughs> it's Donnie, man. Jacksonville. Don-
1: Donnie, what's up? What do you think? Was that was I already that girl know file? what you're gonna
3: say, Donnie. I hey. could already tell the way you did that little laugh <laughs> when you asked, <answer. laughs> <It's> Donnie.
8: <laughs> you already <I> know. Hey, <laughs> I had to be real with you. You know what I'm saying? And, yo, it's the girl, man. Like you know, you got by the base of, base of the price, man. That's down home, your Nineteen forty-two. That's mm-hmm. thirty dollars pop already. Like in some in some places, it's like forty-five. So mm-hmm. if you out there in the street and you get a double shot, that's crazy. Like I didn't come. For you and three other people, I didn't come to buy the whole cupboard. I came for one product.
3: Now I just want to say I can't That's tell it. that you buy 1942 in the club because you knew all the price ranges.
8: That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. We see. Well, you. yeah, it's, it, it, it's a girl, man. If you come through, you come through with, with, uh, and say, I, if I come through and I say, yo, I'm going to buy you whatever you want, as I'm saying, you, not everybody else. I don't That's buy, what I'm I saying. What if I, I
1: want four double shots? Now, if you want four double shots, I can't mess with you because you're an alcoholic. If you need four double shots, you're an alcoholic guy. I, I can't mess with you anyway. <laughs> Thank you, brother. 800 585 1051. Now, this, this woman, she said, okay, he said, I'll buy you one drink. And this woman. He did bought, not say, I'll buy you one
3: drink. That's what not he what we said? said. He said, get whatever you, whatever. He told the bartender, whatever she wants.
1: Yeah, whatever she wants, meaning for herself, not I'm going to buy four double it's shots for an, me and my girl. That's open
3: to interpretation.
1: Nope, and that's why she had to pay for it her damn self. But 800 585 1051, is she right? Call us now, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
9: I know in I I I Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast
0: Club top. Come on! 800 585 1051.
1: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, you were telling us uh, this story. You want to explain the story for people that just uh, tuned in?
3: Yeah, so this guy was dancing with a girl at the bar, and he told the bartender, hey, whatever she wants. She ordered four shots of Don Julio 1942. My kind of girl, you know, 1942 now. I Wouldn't have ordered four double shots, but that's what she did, and he actually did not end up paying the pill and bill and just left, and she was
1: upset. No, she shouldn't be upset. She got a hold lot. You order four double shots? I said you. I said order what you like, not what you and your friends like. No, that's foul. That is foul. Let's go to the phone line. Hello, who's this? Charisma. Hey, Charisma, where you calling from?
3: Detroit, Michigan.
1: Detroit. What do you think? What are your thoughts?
3: What up, though? I know what you think. Come on,
1: give it to us.
5: Um, I think the guy was wrong. Mm-hmm. He told her to what he wanted.
1: No. And that's she, what she wanted. That's her and her friends wanted. No, I, I, he said she's good. Order you a drink for yourself.
5: He
3: did not say that. Stop putting words in his mouth. He never said, order drinks only for yourself. You're good. He said, get whatever you want. Right? He bit off more than he could chew. He shouldn't have been saying that.
1: No, right. it was for her. Order a drink. He was thinking like maybe a sweet drink, something cute, maybe one shot, not four double oh, shots.
5: How do you know what he was thinking? That, so he better be grateful.
1: Well, he ain't paid.
5: Uh, she said and she would have
1: ordered more than that. <laughs> what she would have ordered? To pay for yourself.
5: Half for the bar.
1: <laughs> see, see, and you would have to pay half Love of the bar. You. I would have loved for you to order a big ass bottle, that bottle would have came to you, and he'd have jetted out. Hello, who's this?
7: What's going on, Big Brother Tyrone from Manhattan? Tyrone, what's up, man? What are your uh, thoughts, brother? Hey man, let me tell you the thoughts. Was what happened, Big Brother? <laughs> let me tell you, I was, I was dancing with the young lady and everything, you know. And, uh, oh, this that, happened to that, you too? This happened to me, bro. I'm talking. This mm. is me right here. Yep, most death. <laughs> what so happened? I said, uh, so I said, uh, you know. I said, no, she shouldn't get thirsty too quick. You know what I'm saying? Because we were just on a dance floor for five minutes talking about you, you want Don't you want to buy me a drink? I said, okay. Wow. You, know, you know, I said, I said okay, no problem. Went up to the bar and everything. Now, she didn't tell me she came with no friends. So I did have to go to the bathroom. So I went to her. I said, listen, get what you want. Went to the mm, restroom. Those Next magic words. Know, see, went, to, went to the restroom. Next thing you know, I seen about like four shots of Hennessy and uh, some Chirac for <laughs> each, each glass with the Hennessy. I said well, I, looked, I looked and everything, so I said uh, excuse me. I said you gonna drink all that because I won't drink. I said you, you gonna drink all that. She said, oh no, no, I've got to tell you my friends and everything. I said your friends. I said I don't even know your friends. So I <laughs> act like my phone wrong. I act like my phone wrong, right? So I said, huh? I can't hear you. I can't. hear you. I said excuse me, let me take this phone call right quick. You so snuck I went around, out. I seen the I seen the bar. I seen the bartender serving somebody else. So I said, excuse me, sir. How much is a one Hennessy in a in a in a Shirak course and everything? He said fifty something dollars. I said okay, Whoa, no problem. I am going to pay for the one. I am going to pay for the one that the girl offered. Now you know, cause I did say get what you want, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't tell her to get it for the whole bar and everything. I don't know who she thought I was. I wasn't no uh, Jimmy Buffett or nobody coming up in there buying everybody drinks. So you know, so I paid for that and then I just exit out, exit out from the bar, big brother and says, I ain't mad at you, you know man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have paid to like for that you, one.
3: Here's the disconnect. It. it sounds to me like y'all guys need to be more specific. You can't just say, huh? get what you want. What you have to say is, hey, you're allowed to order one drink for only yourself.
1: No, you can't say that.
7: No, 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 no. If you say, get what you want, and everything, she would have said, like, okay, I got my, can I get some for my girlfriends, too? Now, if she say <laughs> get what you want, she was going to get, and she was going to drink all those drinks, then that would have been a different story. But she wasn't drinking all those drinks. She got it for okay. her crew too. Right? Yep. And Am I right? Yeah, but you shouldn't even bought that one drink. You
1: should have let her. a, a word. you going to try to play me? I pay for all them four drinks. $200. Well, you know what? Emmy, yeah.
7: you know be a to, gentleman. I got, to, I got to say, no, I couldn't have do that, big brother, because I did say get what you want, but that was just personally for her, so I said I'd be nice. I could have just walked out the, just the thing, and like you said, I could have just walked out, because I act like my phone was ringing, and I, I, you know, I escaped. I could have just did the same thing what you just did said. You know, nice. Did
3: you sneak out? Did you sneak out after that? Did you sneak
7: out after uh, that? See, I, after I paid the, the fifty dollars, uh, yep, I, I, go, I was gone. I was gone. Let them, okay. let them get stuck with the rest of the pay on their own drink. Goodness. He didn't grace. want to say
3: snuck out. He just was
1: gone.
7: He was just I, going. I he didn't want to say snuck out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All right, thank I'm you, brother.
8: Out. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is a kidney from New Jersey. A kidney. A kidney. Yo, what up, MV? What's up, a kidney? Yeah, I'm chilling, man, chilling, chilling.
1: Who needs a kidney? <laughs>
8: Nah, Akini, Akini. Oh, Akini. Oh. Okay. Ah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: All right. So, what's up, man? Did, 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 did this happen to you, brother?
8: Yes. Uh, um, one time, I was partying in Queens, in Jamaica, in Jamaica Queens. Oh boy. In a Jamaican spot. So, I give a girl. I, I saw it was like four, four friends or whatever was in the was in the party. So I went over and I, I start talking to one of them, and say, Yo, we want we want a drink or whatever. I will buy you a drink, or whatever you want or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I gave the, the girl a 100 to go and buy a drink. Oh, wow. And she came back. So when she was coming back, whatever, she said, thanks for the drink. So I'm thinking, oh, she's going to give you my change, man. Mm-mm. So I was like, yo, with uh, no, the change at? She said, nah, oh, she's got no change because she bought drinks for all her friends. Damn. That's like, awkward. There's nothing you
3: know, can do in that position. You gave her cash.
8: <laughs> but Well, that's crazy. Like, I came to you. <laughs> and and um and, and ask you will talk to you ask you for wanting to drink like that, that's yeah, crazy. But he that was that man. He he gave was her a hundred dollars.
3: On you you try to be cute that and give her a hundred dollar bill like you just had it like that, and then she said, "Oh, he got yeah, it that like that. Dumb. He just gave me a hundred
1: dollars." That was dumb, bro. They got you. Nah, man, bro. Them queens from Queens got <laughs> you, brother. There's no way you supposed to give anybody <laughs> no money. You should have said, "What do you want?" And you go get the drink, or you should say, yeah, "Order order yourself a drink." You
8: don't Did give you no money. Did you get a number? <laughs> Well, now I do that. Now I do that. I do that now. If I'm drunk,
3: I'll go and buy the drink myself. I'm not doing right. that. Are you give it $10? $10. Here's $10. Go get yourself a drink.
1: Yeah, If you give anybody uh, money, they never really bring I, you back I, a change. I, I just remember I, me as a child, and your mom gave you, let's say, $20, and they'd be like, go get one thing. You don't really give your mom the change back unless they really ask. Other than that, you try to hold that, right? They got you, bro. All right, what's the moral of the story,
3: Uh, The moral of the story, what it's feeling like is that y'all got to be more specific. When you want to offer somebody a drink in the club, make sure that they know this drink is just for you. Or, you know what I think? I changed the moral after talking to him. Just give cash, but only give what you want to spend. So if you give somebody $20, here, drinks on me. Go
1: ahead. Or what you do is when you buy four shots, one be tequila, the other three just be water.
3: You know what you need to do? For guys, I would say this. Or for women, because women buy drinks, too. I was a seventh streeter and she bought a guy a drink once. What you need to do is ask them what they want, and you order it.
1: Yep, you could do that, too. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, let's talk about Robert De Niro. He's discussing raising biracial children.
1: All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: It's about time. What's going on?
7: This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: So a little twist was on Mina Say What's podcast, Mina's house, and mm-hmm. he talked about taking some charges for Justin Bieber in his early career. Listen to this.
4: I still love Justin to this day, but his team had their knee metaphorically on my neck for years just so they could keep one side clean. Told Justin them they could put that on me in his early career because if they would've
5: put weed charges on Justin his, in his early career, it would've been bad on him. So I got a call one day saying, "Twist, do you really love this kid?" I said, "Yes." I said, "Cool. If you love him, then we're gonna take the heat from because you can come off a little weed charge. You're associated with Lil Wayne. You're a rapper."
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. I mean, if if he's the <laughs> moneymaker in the crew and he's a weed charge, and yes, he's a pop artist, and if you take the weed charge, it means nothing. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. But in return, Justin Bieber and his camp are supposed to make sure that you're good financially, make sure you held it down so they should hold you down, I would assume, right?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, he, look, he used to stay at Justin Bieber's house and drive his cars. He, he said, though, it did get to a point where I didn't even have to be there at times, and they were putting it all on him, like, twist it, twisted it, twist did it. Twist did it. So, yeah. And
1: they should have held that man his... down if, if they didn't. That, that's what they should have
3: did. I also feel like smoking weed ain't that big of a deal, like,
1: But back then when you're a pop artist and you were, like, what, 18, 19, 20 years old and, you know, uh, people are bringing their kids to come see you, you don't want that on you.
3: I smoked weed with Justin Bieber before. Did you? You did too. Um, So, Robert De Niro opened up about raising six biracial children, and here's what he had to say when he was on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon.
5: My children are all half black. My
0: kids... um, well, in some instances, I've, you know, you, they know, and we don't say it, not much, but it's it's something when you hear parents um, say that they tell their kids, keep your hand when you're stopped, uh, stopped by anybody or cops, uh, uh, keep your hands on the steering wheel, don't make a sudden move, don't put your hands below, don't do this. You, you understand that. It's, that's, uh, that's scary. It has to change.
3: I forget he does have six kids. Six kids, so, you know, and yeah, so he has his own thoughts on things and on Mm -hmm. uh, police and defunding the police and all of that. All right, now let's discuss some new music that came out today. There's a lot of new things happening. Um, Pop Smoke, Make It Rain featuring Rowdy Rebel. A lot of people are very excited about this record. Pop Smoke's album was supposed to come out, but they pushed it back because of everything with the civil unrest because of George Floyd's Mm -hmm. murder. And so here is a snippet of that.
9: Oh. look. I make it rain or whoever I make it rain at whoever <laughs> a dog, the blue devil I got the like <laughs> that you have for me. I make it rain or whoever I make it rain at whoever I'm a dog the blue devil I got the like <laughs> that you have for me. I can't with these <laughs> they not a hundred. Trap <laughs> phone keep jumping until the fiends don't want it <laughs> Tell Drell keep jumping Tell Drake keep dumping Run Ricky he running
3: Run Ricky he running all right, so that was Pop Smoke, Make It Rain, featuring Rowdy Rebel. Now in I can't wait to, to hear his that, album.
1: I know they pushed it back, but I can't wait to hear his album.
3: I know, right? And um, here's the baby rock star remix to Black Lives Matter.
0: Number one on the charts, I'm never vicariously. Oh, there they go. Biasly pushing negative narratives. I'm ready, though. Cops want to pull me over, embarrass me. Abusing power, you never knew me, thought I was arrogant. As a juvenile, police pull their guns like they scared of me. And we used to howl. Crackers treat us not as the scared thing. Won't anything we good at and we it. Now we all fed up in news Coming back for everything. Rock stars, Rock, just watch the news. They're burning cop cars. Kill another nuke. Break the law and call us outlaws. What happened? Want us to keep it peaceful. Should have seen them hating, seen them hate But about that Lamborghini. Throw up my middle finger. Police oh, can't catch me this up. Burn new Lamborghini.
1: The cop car. Baby spit, man. The baby is one of my favorite artists right now. Also, Little Baby, too.
3: Well, and we are going to play little baby the bigger picture. He put that out and people are loving this song. And before we get to that though, I also want to point out that Spike Lee, The Five Bloods, that new Netflix drama. Make sure you guys check that out. It's um about the Vietnam War and four black men in their 60s meet up for a happy present day reunion mm-hmm. at a hotel in Vietnam. So, they're called the Blood, they call themselves Bloods and mm-hmm. That's kind of what this movie is about. But everybody's saying it's a great movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's on Netflix. So I know everybody's always thinking about good things that they can watch on television. So that's something that's out now, just okay. to FYI. So we're going to play this whole little baby song, The Bigger Picture?
1: Yeah, but before we play it, let me shout out to the station that we're on in Atlanta, 105.3 The Beat. Uh, a very close friend of mine uh, has just been uh, named the program director of that station. He's a very close friend okay. of yours, too, Yeah? Who? 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 Louis V. Wow! Louis V. Shout to Louis V. DJ Louis V.
3: DJ Louis V. I love Louis V. Man. Louis V. Actually, he was. I did a live yesterday and he he popped in to say hi. He didn't mention that. Well, congratulations. He that is well deserved.
1: Yes, well deserved. Shout to Louis V. I mean, he he had a crazy end of 2019 and a crazy 2020, but. I mean, it, it all bounced back. And Louis V, congratulations. Well-deserved. I can't wait to get down there with Atlanta and celebrate with you. Um, that is really,
3: really big. That's dope. Congratulations.
1: congratulations I will definitely, whatever you
3: need, you let us know.
1: Doc Winter, that was very smart. Thea Smart, Tom Pullman. Smart. It's a good guy. Good guy. Shout out to Louis V. All right. Now, let's get into the little baby joint. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Nagai. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, a shout to Lisa Ray for joining us uh, today.
3: Yes, Lisa Ray is going to be all in the news right now just because of, first of all, all the tea y'all spilled during that interview, and also because Nicki Minaj referenced her on her song Trolls with Takashi.
1: Yeah, so uh, if you want to see that full interview, you can hit up the YouTube page. Um, very interesting. She breaks down a lot. Talks about a lot during it, So definitely uh, check that out.
3: I was taking I, notes and- from you.
1: <laughs> you better stop. I, and, w- <laughs> and when we come back, we got the positive notes. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, again, shout out to Lisa Ray for joining us. And you guys be safe this weekend. I know the weather's supposed to be nice. I know all different cities and states are opening up. But just please be a little careful, man. Wear your mask. Here. Carry carry hair and sanitizer. What? No, not in New York, but everywhere else. Jersey will be open.
3: <laughs> I know. <sighs>
1: I'm still. I need not to going get my nails yet. done. I'm still not going out yet. I'm still I not getting. I seen you cut.
3: out. I seen pictures of you out running around with your friends. And I was driving. I did a doing little her rally stuff.
1: Yeah, but I was driving in my car, and they were in their cars. We didn't really see. You we know, don't talk each other like that. We just were driving.
3: It looked like y'all was together to me. No. And also, I want to encourage people to watch I May Destroy You on HBO. It's going to be episode two uh, this Sunday. And I love that show. And Insecure, I think the finale comes on on Sunday, too, this season. I'm so mad about that. So just make sure y'all watch that, though, because Sunday night is kind of my TV night. Um, 90 Day Fiance, I don't know if that's still on, but, you know, that's one of my guilty pleasures. I got to catch up on that as well. But make sure y'all check out those shows as well over the weekend. And um, yeah.
1: All right. Well, leave us on a positive note.
3: My positive note is this, and this is something I definitely live by. Don't let the behavior of others destroy your inner peace.
2: Breakfast club, bitches. You're
8: finished or y'all done?